is Gene Weber, and this is Obsessive Comic Disorder. My guest today is Lydia Manning. She is the co-producer of Spec Script, and she also wrote and performed our podcast theme song. Our podcast. She wrote and performed our podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm here to do a live performance of it. Right? <laughs> Normally, she just stands in the corner and stares at us. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, Every time you hear the podcast theme song, it is me performing live. Mm. I'm always like, Gene, you should just record this and and use the same recording next time. But I think he just wants to hang. Gene just wants to hang. Yeah. And I'm very impressed how you get it exactly the same each time. Yeah. Like it sounds verbatim. Yeah. Nothing if not consistent. Consistent. (laughs) You know, that's that's fair. (sighs) So how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I've been running this morning with some old man dogs. Mm. And oh, it's it's nice. Uh, the heat wave is over. Yeah. I mean, at least temporarily. The, well, that certain that particular wave <laughs> has crashed. And then, you know, a new wave can come and we'll ride that one out. I'm just using like surf metaphors now. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I need to know, do these old man dogs, do they have newsies, like the newsie hats, and do they sm- <laughs> smoke corncob pipes? Oh, you know, they don't literally, hmm. but I think their essence does. Okay, but do they at least read newspapers, like all, like put them Oh, out? Woodford definitely reads the newspaper, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's really into the uh, sports section. Yeah, and he's always barking about something. Hmm. Is it for people to get off his lawn? No, he's actually really excited when I come into his mm. lawn. Okay. You you come he's, into his lawn? Yeah, he's <laughs> he's he's one of the old guys who like hosts a barbecue oh, okay. yeah. for the whole neighborhood. Nice. And like, you know, has has adopted all the neighborhood kids as honorary grandkids. Okay. He's like he's like Abuela from In the Heights. I don't know what that I'm just, is. Well, I'm just bragging about how I've seen In the Heights. <laughs> I'm going to assume that that is a show? Oh, no. It's a musical. Oh, okay. That it's, it just got turned into a movie. Mm. And it's actually um, my first movie back in a theater mm. um, in a year and some change. <laughs> I don't know. However, however long 2020 was. Uh, 12 years ago, I assume. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I hadn't gone to a movie theater in 12 years. Turns out I am actually 41 and not 32. Uh, you don't look a day over 40. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks? Yeah. I've always thought I had a young face, but, uh, thank you for correcting me there, Lydia. I, uh, I appreciate uh, that. Look, I'm not good at reading ages or recognizing people's faces. <laughs> uh, so my opinion on this doesn't matter. Mm, I like anytime I ask someone how old they are and they ask me to guess, mm. I either say no or I say 43. 43. Like I don't give it in. Yeah. 
regardless of whether they're way older than that or way younger than that, they are 43, if you want me to guess. There's like a nine-year-old kid, and he's like, how old do you think I am? You're 43. You're 43, yeah. Nine-year-olds think that's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. They do. (laughs) (laughs) And the problem is, is that after you say that, they then have to get a job and immediately go through a midlife crisis. Oh, yeah. I just give them a cubicle and they start working. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's now is it a call center or a dead entry uh nobody knows it's just one mm. of those offices that is an office gotcha yeah it's you're like hey i don't care what you do in this cubicle <laughs> but you gotta be here and you gotta look busy gotta look busy you gotta That's look true. you gotta look like you're working on something that if i asked you what you were doing and you told me hmm. i wouldn't get it now, I, I imagine that as a nine-year-old, they're working on a Lego project, and then every once in a while you come in and knock it off the, uh, like, throw it on the ground and be like, this is shit. This is absolute <laughs> garbage. Try again. Nobody loves you. Uh, no, definitely as a, as a manager, you can't be that direct. <laughs> See, I, I prefer direct people, and I think that children need to be punished for just being alive, so... Isn't that what life is? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I like to help. Well, okay. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Gene DeWeber likes to help you discipline your children? Uh, no, I just like to sh- help you show your children that life is horrible. Oh, cool. Is yeah, that why you're discipline. so into comics? It's kind yeah, of like an escapism. I, see, what you don't understand is you think... These comics are for reading, but I actually like to use them like a Bible thumper. I'm a comic thumper. I just hit kids over the back of the head with them. <laughs> uh, what comic do you like to hit kids with the most? Uh, I think Why the Last Man, the complete series, is a great option. Um, the Books of Magic, Volume 1 Omnibus is pretty great because that one's like 1,500 pages. Well, Yeah, it's a lot of pages. Um, but then, see, what I do is I hit them over the back of the head and I tell them to read it. So, like, I give them pain, but also a recommendation. Yeah, you're promoting literacy. Yeah. And an appreciation um. for art. Uh, <laughs> the book that we're going to be talking about, I have never hit anyone over the head with. <laughs> and uh, Young Face Gene might be my first victim. Well, he is the know. only person in the room. And I am holding a, a hardcover. Listen to that. Yeah, hardcover copy of this particular graphic novel. Yeah, we're never gonna say what it is, though. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to step on your toes. I don't know if like uh, if you're supposed to be the one who says it. Or we both like say it on on the count of three. Okay, one, two, three. Emma by Jane Austen. Austen. (laughs) It's a Marvel comic. It's technically it's a moral <laughs> adaptation of the co- of the yeah of the comic the original comic of Emma. Uh, what people don't realize it was a comic first and Jane, then Austin. Jane Austen. She it was all stick figures though because it's, it's all she could. <laughs> yeah, draw. Jane Austen wrote comic books and then realized she couldn't draw, so she's like, I guess I got to turn this into a novel. Yeah, that's uh, that's the, that's the that's the rumor at least that's the legend of Jane Austen. <laughs> Daddy, do you like my comic? That's my impression of a young Jane Austen. (laughs) 
And I assume at the time he says, no, no, get pregnant and give me grandchildren. Because, you know, it was a horrible time for women. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if she did or not. <laughs> I don't know anything about Jane Austen's personal life. <laughs> oh. I think about it. Like, I don't know who she was as a person. Mm. But... What you don't realize is she I, used I to... have seen movies based Ooh. on her books. There you and go. And I have read the co- the graphic novel <laughs> Emma and uh I've seen Clueless mm. which is based on Emma yes and I uh from what you told me before was that you chose this because you liked the movie Clueless so much and you found out Emma was based off of it and you were at like an airport uh yeah yeah this was um I wasn't at the airport, but this was a, a pre-flight purchase mm. when I got this graphic novel. And I went into a comic book store and I was like, I'll get something here <laughs> to read on the plane. And then I saw, like, I was really intrigued when I saw this, um, the cover for Emma. Mm. Uh, I was like, oh, that's that's clueless. Yeah. I wonder. It, what you don't realize is there's actually a picture of Alicia Silverstone on the front. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was also intrigued that like it was it was so it says on the cover Jane Austen's Emma mm. and in the corner it says Marvel. Yes. So I was like I was just intrigued that like Emma by Jane Austen was part of the Marvel verse. <laughs> and well, so like she could end up interacting with Spider-Man yeah. maybe in a sequel. I was very confused when there was just that long, egregious, explicit sex scene between Emma and the Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah. yeah. But the artwork in Fantastic. that scene, beautiful. Yeah. I've never seen... It was it was art. It was, it was, it was tasteful. It was, uh, it was beautiful. It was like a flower. Yeah, and Hulk is a leaf because he's green. <laughs> it was literally a flower and, and they just had the faces of <laughs> Emma and the Incredible Hulk. It was just... A flower, Emma, doing it with a big leaf, which is the Hulk. <laughs> Actually, I don't think it was meant to be uh, a sex scene between these characters yeah. at all. I think you just looked at a picture of a plant mm. and your imagination took you where it wanted. You know, um, I'm just going to say plants are very sexual. They're very, they're alluring. They're, uh, they're promiscuous. They don't care what ground they go in. <laughs> so, Gene, what did you think of the comic? <laughs> and I'll cover its ears if you have any, if you have any critiques. Oh, um, yeah. I will you... say this was the hardest to read comic <laughs> I've done because, so far. Because it's for girls. I mean, it was, I kept on checking out and have to read. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, I had to, not only did I read this, but then I had to go on Wikipedia and read the synopsis for Jane Austen's Emma, just to make sure I got everything. Uh, you have not seen Clueless, is that correct? I have seen Clueless. You have seen yes. Clueless. Oh. Um, like, are you familiar enough with it that while you were reading the comic, you were kind of like, oh, this character is this character. The the one that was very obvious uh, was, aside from the fact that... Uh, aside from Cher being Emma, which is... Yeah, 
Cher being Anna and then Paul Rudd being the guy that she ends up with at the end. Um, yeah. Hey, spoilers for both Emma and Clueless about a, to happen. This is a very spoiler. I think, okay, so Clueless, mm. a big thing that people like to talk about with that is like, it's weird that mm-hmm. she ends up romantically with her stepbrother. ex-stepbrother, I guess, but, like, her dad still treats him like a son. Mm -hmm. Those of you who haven't seen Clueless, okay, Mm. uh, Paul Rudd plays his Paul Rudd type named Josh, (laughs) who is Cher's dad's ex-wife's son. Mm. Cher's dad... Shares the main character. Mm-hmm. Shares dad still treats him like a son. Like uh, he, there's a line in the movie where he's like, "You divorce wives, not kids." <laughs> so like, so that's his kid, and that's mm-hmm. like, that's that's her stepbrother. Yeah. Was, My curiosity is when did he adopt the brother because like if they grew up as like little kids that's creepy but if like they met each other like when she was in high school it's still weird but it's not as weird i guess right i mean i'm not judging in like a it's wrong kind of way mm-hmm. i don't have a paul rudd type stepbrother so i don't know what would i do if i did but <laughs> <laughs> what would you do lydia people... what would you do <laughs> People like to <laughs> like to talk about that. And whenever I watch Clueless, I just have to remind myself because there's scenes where they like mm-hmm. they really seem siblingy. Yes. They really seem siblingy. Like when they're when they're hanging out at home mm-hmm. watching movies. And also just the fact that like they hang out even when they don't like each other. Yeah. One on one. Yeah. Not not because they got mutual friends, because they got mutual family. Yeah. Uh in Emma, however, George Knightley, Mr. Mm. Knightley. Mr. Knightley. <laughs> he is not Emma's stepbrother. He's Emma's brother-in-law. Yeah. Which at so, least is not as bad. Yeah, that feels a lot less weird to me. Yeah, yeah. It does feel a lot less weird. Well, like, my dad's parents were... <laughs> this is the weird thing. So... <laughs> My my grandpa and grandma, their their brother and sister. Now my grandma's sister and my grandpa's brother, because I want to. This is very confusing. Married each other, so okay. in laws became in law. It was like a double in law situation, and I'm pretty sure in that way that almost makes me my own cousin, which is weird. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you like the weird cousin? Uh. Yes, I am the weird cousin um, of yourself. Of myself, yeah. I, anytime I look in the mirror, I'm like, "What is with this creep? <laughs> Do I really have to hang out with this <laughs> guy?" <laughs> in the, in Emma, there's even though the connotation of like they have to remind us, and I don't remember specifically what the line is, mm. but they say at one point like. We're not exactly siblings. We're not. <laughs> but in the way that, like, you'd say in a period piece. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're not exactly siblings, eh? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Why are so, they like, even. Oh, 
Because this is not, this, I'm just not very good at accents. You see, I'm trying to be Australian right now. Yeah, Australian Emma, Emma, Emma. Emma. Yeah, she she's suddenly uh, from the south, and you know, in the south, you you're a lot less likely to have to announce that. Yes, she is technically my sister. Yeah, uh, I'll allow that. <laughs> In-law. <laughs> he says it, he just takes a really long time to say that. He's like, sister. And then everybody just looks around and like, eh, whatever. In-law. And they're like, whoa, whoa. Keep it in the family. Yeah. Because it's the South and they're <laughs> terrible. I just imagine that Southern people all think they're royalty. And yeah, that's you know like, I'm Southern, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, which... then... <laughs> As long as you're berating my people yeah. to my face on purpose. I grew up in a small town, so I am part of rural America, which is not quite the South, but it's it's sort of <laughs> South adjacent. I'm I'm more rural than Southern. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense. Because North Carolina is you know, it's it's on it's kind of on the cusp. It's, it's a little it's bit. It's the North it's Carolina. Little... It's exactly. Not South Carolina. North is in the name. Yeah. It is the better Carolina. <laughs> but I, I did definitely grow up rural. Yeah. Rural. Yeah. Uh, how, how many, I'm curious, how many people were in the town you grew up in? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I didn't grow up in a town so much as I grew up in a location. Okay. <laughs> because the school I went to was in a small town called Weaverville, but okay. I did not live inside the town. I lived okay. like like twenty minute drive outside of okay the town where I went to school. Did you was it? Uh, like... I lived next to cows. Okay. Uh, I like telling people this. I may have brought it up to you before, but did you know cows have regional accents? No, but that's hilarious. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I've <laughs> I've witnessed it in the flesh. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Like when I did, um, like if they're if they're up in Canada or like Mui. <laughs> I I don't want to do a cow noise, but <laughs> cows the cows I grew up near they start their moo with an R. Like you can hear an R in the moo. <laughs> like they're they're saying roo. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually Australian, that's why. <laughs> Red. But I've, um, uh, when I studied abroad in New Zealand, the cows there sounded different. And <laughs> as I showed, I'm not good at human accents. Mm. So I'm definitely not good at cow accents. <laughs> uh, you just, it's just something you have to experience for yourself. Yeah. Okay. The, <laughs> if you it's, took it's like a wine connoisseur you know if you haven't if you haven't had the right kind of cow you know you need well first of all you you have with this cow with a southern cow you have to have you have to pair with a very nice buttermilk <laughs> you have to pair with some very nice buttermilk and a nice juicy burrito not what you were thinking i was gonna say is is this you're just hanging out with the cow, yeah. right? And you're you're both having a burrito, yes, and some buttermilk. Well, no, no, the 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 cow is just 
doing its normal stare oh, at you. Okay, the cow's yeah, just doing just cow eating stuff, grass, staring at you, and you're just like, "Oh, I brought a burrito for myself." Mm-hmm. It's and a juicy burrito. Remember, a juicy burrito. I don't know what that means. Right, a just juicy a lot burrito. Of that means you're <laughs> gonna make a mess. <laughs> yeah, it's like anytime I go to most places that have burritos, honestly, because like they always put too much liquid in it. It's mm-hmm. something like it's like they didn't strain the beans or I don't know what it is. It's just it's always like you think you're good and then you take it out of the foil and then you realize that I shouldn't have done that. But even with the foil, you know, I feel foiled <laughs> for the last time. But then I go again and I'm like, it's too delicious not to. No one has ever believed in me as much as the server who handed me a burrito with no foil on it one mm. time. I swear it happened. I swear. <laughs> just <laughs> just a naked burrito. They just <laughs> give me <laughs> Everybody was offended. A bunch of Christians came on and like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like it was the parent like what is it? Like concerned mothers of <laughs> 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 for for burrito modesty, you know. I also assume that a naked burrito is actually just a burrito bowl. <laughs> well, there was no bowl. I think there, there was no bowl. bowl. <laughs> I'm just I'm just picturing that they hand you a wet burrito but then put it in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> You've had of those, right? It's like the enchilada <laughs> sauce on them and the I, cheese. The first time I, I heard the word wet burrito, I was so <laughs> repulsed. <laughs> because it, look, I know what it is. Yeah. When it's, and it's fine. It's not gross. Mm-hmm. But like, it's, it's just wet. Yeah, it's, it's just wet. wet. Why, was, why is it wet? What? You know when you just encounter random wetness and yeah. you're like, what is this? You're like, step on a puddle on the floor and you're wearing your mm-hmm. socks. And you're like, is this water? Is this pee? Is this? <laughs> so that's what I was wondering about the wet burrito. Yeah. I was like, okay, two options. Is it water or is it pee? Yeah, it could be worse. They could have called it a soggy burrito. A soggy burrito. <laughs> I feel like that's what they call it in England, you know. I'll take a soggy burrito. Thank you. Um, if, I can, if I can get that with a little bit of uh, mash in there, though, it's because uh, we're British, apparently. Oh yeah, never, now I'm just now I'm just a character from Emma. Do you hear my accent? Like I'm, hello, I'm Mr. Knightley, and I'm not really your brother, eh? I'm not really your brother. Feeling a little cheeky. Oi, oi, I. Uh, <laughs> this is the voice of Emma. <laughs> hello, this is the voice of Emma, and I like to try to set people up with other people. And it almost never works. One, <laughs> I was okay. Um, yeah, a clueless to Emma thing that I was really in, excited to see. Yeah, uh, when I read the book mm-hmm. was so Christian. More mm. clueless. Spoilers mm. ahead. Close your e- baby little ears <laughs> if you don't want to hear it. Uh, Christian is a love interest mm-hmm. of the main character of Clueless, Cher, at one yeah. point. And uh, she finds out that he is gay. Ooh, scandal. Yeah. So she's, like, really into this guy. And I'm like, oh, why is he not into me back? And it's because he's gay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm, I'm fairly certain that doesn't happen yeah. in Emma. And 
so in Emma, he's secretly engaged to some other woman. I like how you (laughs) extenuated gaged. Yeah, well, you gotta. You gotta. (laughs) It was very effeminate and uh, kept on offering style advice to Emma, so it was very confusing. Um, Well, that was, damn it, that's that's, that's like borderline homophobic. I'm sorry about that. Uh, it's, it's a stereotype, if nothing yeah, else. Yeah, it's a stereotype. But you've mm. been just knocking them out of the park today. Yeah, yeah. I just all the all the all the t- tasteless jokes, really. That's it's that's okay. My brand. As long as uh, let me just call you a nerd several mm. times throughout the recording, <laughs> and I mean we're on even footing. She, I mean, I've mentioned this on uh, multiple occasions of this podcast now, but my collection, and it just keeps on growing. It is just preposterous. Yeah. It's insane. That's a pretty big shelf. Yeah, and it's on both sides of the shelf. <laughs> so we came, we came in reading this comic with different perspectives. Yes. Uh, I read it as a straight lady, and I'm real into... Um, the the boys the boys with their top hats and their sideburns <laughs> in this in this book there's so mm. okay, there are so many top hats there are. and even more sideburns because mm. it's like one top hat per boy at a time I was very confused two though. sideburns per boy at a time I was very confused though because you would think the sideburns would be hair but they just all look like burn victims it was <laughs> you think. Yeah, no. <laughs> that just that joke just is fell that a flat. joke I don't get that joke just fell flat because sideburns like they have burns on their sides. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, they have their burn. Okay, this it's already been ruined. Yeah, we can edit that joke out. Nope, it's staying in. It's uh, <laughs> is it is it because raw. editing is hard? No, I'll edit still. <laughs> I just uh, I just think that that's you know sometimes you just it's endearing. To let out those, I'm I'm just gonna I'm being very uh, <laughs> vain right now. <laughs> it's very I'm a very endearing person when I make mistakes. Um, I'm yeah. saying none of the none of the ladies in this book are eating burritos. Definitely not soggy burritos. I was upset with that. They they drink a lot of tea. They do. They, they drink do. a lot of tea. Uh, there's no scenes though of them having to pee. That's. It's not that I want to see that, but I just like yeah, to know but that there's people a page, use the there's a page where they're making out. <laughs> it's it's true. It is very true. Emma was speechless for once in her life. <laughs> that bitch talks a lot. <laughs> and yet answered just what she ought, as a lady always mm. does. Bom, bom, oh, bom. doesn't that sound sexy? Yeah, the problem is Mr. Knightley just brutally murders her in this next scene as i was very confused and then no, he put no on, they just they just drink tea he, he put in his <laughs> jason Voorhees. i i once again i'm so glad they remember this because i tried reading this and then i just kind of gave up and then just read it but it was like when you read something and but you're only sort of paying attention you know because first of all all of these characters they just keep on talking they just there's so many like the word bubbles are like is, half yeah, the pages. Yeah, it's very dialogue heavy. Yeah, it's and it's like it's it feels almost incessant, you know. Like it's just let's add tw- as 
As you know, uh, doing comedy, a uh, very important thing is word economy. And when I don't see that, it bugs the sh fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> the sh fuck. The fuck. <laughs> see, that's word economy right there. Mm. Just combining two evil words yeah. into one even eviler word. Yes, I, I like evil words. That's, yeah, because I'm evil. That's why. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I've, said that, I've also said this at least once or twice. The my, my purpose of this podcast, other than to expose just how much I love comic books and see how it relates to different people and their situations, is just to show how terrible of a human being I am to people. Oh, like, well, you're yeah. showcasing it beautifully right now. <laughs> 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 I'm just really hoping that someone, that like a girl will listen to this, that he's a bad boy. I want to date that guy. That's really what I'm going for. <laughs> he doesn't like when women talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> to, be to be fair, you didn't say women. No, I just said everyone. But it is mostly Emma. Mm, I am an equal opportunist <laughs> of just not liking anyone who talks a lot. Um <laughs> have I have I been talking too much, Gene? No, no, no. You're you're fine. You're fine. You, all of your words have purpose. That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I never knew that Gene was so misogynistic. This is this is a new side of him. <laughs> I'm just no. saying that because you don't like Emma. I I, I don't actually I don't care if you like Emma or not. No, I agreed to do this. I didn't. The, a big part of I don't have to like the book that we talk about. That's oh, not, I know. That's I know. not necessary. It's I you just you just have to ha you have to feel something. <laughs> I felt I felt a lot of grief. I um <laughs> I wanted my money back and I didn't even pay anything. So I felt that. <laughs> 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 what you can see right now is that Lydia is doing that smile, but it's also that like I've I've lost a lot of respect for you. Look, you know, like oh like no no she, no no, no. I haven't something. lost any respect for you. <laughs> you ha yeah, that's right. You would have had to have some to 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 do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty much at the level I came in at. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> um. Just, just like right, you know, right here. Just, that's just, right in the middle. Right yeah, in the middle. just uh, right in the middle. Remember, this is an audio form. People can't see her arm. <laughs> I, I'm just going to say <laughs> that you were doing it at the top right here. Right here. She just has a high, high opinion of me. Uh, that kind of looks like you're doing a Nazi salute. No, I'm I'm cleaning a shelf that's you're high. Okay, okay. I'm cleaning a shelf that's high, yeah. No, I, I <laughs> do. You, do you keep your favorite comics up high? Uh, I mean, no, I have them. So, is there this, any rhyme or reason to the organization of your bookshelf? Right here, alphabetized by author, and then on the top, I have what are called absolute editions, which are just oversized hardcovers with really thick, nice paper that's less likely to rip and all that stuff. Of a book called Day Tripper. Another one called Kingdom Come, and then DC, The New Frontier. Emma would go 
basically right at the at the top. Well, no, because Jane author, Austen. Jane Austen. J- oh, you're right, Austen. You're doing last name, right? Yeah, I'm doing like last an adult. Name. Yes, I'm doing like an adult. No, I am <laughs> a child. Um, I am a boy. I am a big boy. I don't know. I, that just sounds weird. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're you're a big boy, Jean. You re- I, I, I am a big boy now. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna refute that. You... <laughs> what if this just like. like <laughs> just like we just like completely narrowed this down and just like lost all respect by just doing baby voices the entire time. I do a little baby voice to Esther Deck podcast. I'm also a little British baby and I say daddy a lot. governor. I'm if uh, Jason Stateman was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> he still has a deep voice. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> the one scene I did see the parallel was with, and the movie. I'm, I'll be honest, I'm can't. I have hard times remembering the names of these characters. Um, oh, but in the movie, yeah, I get it. In the movie, Brittany Murphy's character, uh, uh, Ty. Ty, yes. So Cher or Emma in the book tries to set her up with this boy that she thinks is going to be good for him only to find <laughs> out that she is it last, his he, last name Birkenstock oh Birkenstock. wait no 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 that's the guy that she actually likes yeah 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 but um uh, Elton. Elton Elton who in Emma is Mr. Elton Mr. Elton that one's yeah. easy yeah so he actually reveals that he's interested in her and not her friend and that was actually in the movie yeah 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 there's there's and definitely... she's like no yeah <laughs> i i uh i do relate to that a little mm-hmm. um because i've not as actively as the heroines of mm. these books slash movies but i've like made little attempts to pawn someone off to one of my friends <laughs> like like if uh one of my friends i know is like kind of interested in me but yeah. i'm like oh no like and you're like this is like a a yeah. cool person i just mm-hmm. am not interested like that yeah, like, yeah i think i think you'd be really good with <laughs> my other friend who <laughs> who i don't respect <laughs> <laughs> we have so much in common, mostly that I don't respect you. <laughs> you know, I mean, ever, there's got to be a there's got to be a starter right there. You got to have something in common to start out. <laughs> some some people, it's a mutual love for the same band or food, <laughs> but for your friends, it's the lack of respect that you give them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got you know, to have that mutual something. Yeah. But then it's fun if you're ever, because I've never, like, legit tried to set someone up with someone else, Mm -hmm. but I have thought about it. Mm. And I have thought, like, if you're trying to pawn someone off, Mm. you will find any little thing. Yeah. Like, oh, you love cats? Well, my friend is allergic to them. (laughs) That's... Like, that's not a thing you have yeah. in common, but you're like, yeah, cats, 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 cats. She, and she's very catty, so. <laughs> same thing, really. I mean, if you, they both have the same name and it worded, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like, <laughs> your favorite movie is Fight Club. Her favorite movie is Steel Magnolia. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite movie is Fight Club. Uh, we don't talk. <laughs> that's that's a good that's a good word association, right? There. <laughs> we, don't talk. Just, we don't just right there. Full stop. <laughs> First rule of Fight Club: you don't talk. <laughs> That's the club that you would uh, that you would start. Yes. If but it's for graphic novel characters. Mm. Well, no, it's it's just that I'm a curmudgeon. And just don't talk so much. Yeah, yeah, just don't talk very much, and we can read our perspective comics or whatever. I mean, occasionally we can like you know do it like a dad cough or um <coughs> yeah <clears throat> you know. <laughs> <laughs> or like my mom when she would read she always do this like no snort thing that she would always do like every few like, <laughs> and she read a lot so it just it was like it just was always in the house there was always that sound of like <laughs> 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 Ooh, I hate it yeah it's awful it's absolutely awful <laughs> you know you know all of all the like weird noises we're saying it's not as bad. So the most recent episode, by this time, it will be whatever. But the most recent episode I released at the time of this recording was with Tristan Spellman. And we started drinking water. Originally, I was going to edit it out. But then we started making ASMR thing. And that just was really funny. So I was like, I'm going to keep that in. And there's just going to be a lot of people annoyed by the sound of drinking water. Well, I actually am pretty into ASMR. Hmm. Well, for someone, I'm not like, it works on me. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I <laughs> I almost never actively seek ASMR out. Yeah. <laughs> but like the times I have, I'm like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I'm not into like the listening to someone chew. Yeah, that's weird. But I I'm, hate that. I'm into like the the tapping. Mm. What about the, the voice popping? Yeah, I kind of like that. The, I kind of like that. that I, say in my mouth right I now. like the videos where, um, oh, I like like hair brushing. Mm. And um, there's there's a video I watched that was like a, they pretend they're playing with your hair. <laughs> they pretend they're like brushing your hair. So they're like brushing someone's hair who's that's, who that's they're facing. I, but, bro, <laughs> it was it's it was like, nice. It was pleasant. It's like. POV ASMR. Yeah, is, POV yeah, ASMR. POV ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> the Vasmer. Yeah. The weird ones, the one I don't get is like Asian women cooking and eating like things that are alive when they started. As ASMR? Yeah. It's like an ASMR thing where like they... Oh, the no, thing. I hate that. Yeah, like they, they like, like there will be a live squid or octopus. And you just listen to it you die. Just, you just listen to it and die. Oh, just, no, I don't like, is, I don't like that. Which is great because the other thing that most people don't know is you are a vegetarian. Yeah. Or, or you're vegan. Which one? Is it vegetarian? I'm a vegetarian, okay. uh, fiscal vegan. Fiscal vegan. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm guessing that means that you're just, it's easier to afford vegan food or? Like... No, no. It's just that I'm like not too good for free pizza. Mm, that is fair. That so, is fair. So, I don't know. Like, if, I, if I've if i got options, um, vegan preference, but mm -hmm. 
Like if you if you see me eat yogurt or something, <laughs> mind your own business. Yeah, no, I I just stare with disdain because I like <laughs> to be the disappointed father of uh, Portland comedy. Oh well, get in line. That <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that role belongs to most people in Portland comedy. I would comedy. say Sean Connery is probably the best at it. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. James Bond. James. He <laughs> <laughs> just goes and says. You know, um, you are terrible. I'm I, very upset with you. I'm I did. Upset. I did ask you to do a Bane impression, didn't I? That was my <laughs> I know. I'm not saying it was good. <laughs> I'm just saying it was what and it was. And neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> people are just going to be listening it's like these two hate each other like <laughs> <laughs> but I'm here she's here <laughs> she agreed to it she, she created my theme song which I appreciate it's a really good theme song thank you yeah yeah I feel like people listening aren't going to be like they hate each other they're going to be like oh these two were like pawned off on each other <laughs> By a mutual friend who doesn't respect either of them. I mean, that's fair. My friend was like, oh, you enjoyed reading Jane Austen's Emma, the graphic novel? Well, Jean likes other comic books. <laughs> Most of them. Talk about it. I mean, I will say, and I'm not, I'm not opposed to, like, romance in a graphic novel or something. I... I but when it comes to me, I I appreciate stuff like um, when it's almost about the like relationships that are dysfunctional or like you know realistic depictions. Like one of my favorite graphic novels is one called the Stereos Polyp uh, or Pulp, and I always forget what how it is. Um, but it literally is about this guy who's like a college professor, and he goes back and remembers like this um, like his wife or girl or like a fiance or girlfriend or whatever. And like it, they've obviously they've they're no longer together. But he like goes back and kind of thinks about it and sees why it doesn't work out. And at the same time, there's a very realistic depiction of a relationship that seems like it's normal and not like the fantasy Hollywood. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, and I really like that. It has a kind of a good but interesting ending. That's I don't <laughs> I don't know if I want to spoil it. Like it's really uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Don't spoil it. We're only spoiling Jane, Emma, Emma and Clueless. And Clueless, yeah. They're not really siblings. <laughs> I did spoil Clueless for somebody who, yeah. like, I didn't realize hadn't watched it. Hmm. You know, like, there, there are certain movies that you're just like, oh, this person's probably re-watching it. Hmm. Like, if it's old enough. <laughs> but, like, I said something at one point, like, I just have to constantly remind myself they're not really siblings. They're not really siblings, <laughs> yeah. And they were like... Why? <laughs> Why do you have to keep reminding yourself that? And I'm like, oh, no reason. I just, you know, <laughs> I just meant, because, like, oh, th that's that's not really Paul Rudd's sister. I just have to remind myself they're acting because sometimes I get really caught up in the movie because the acting yeah. is so good. The acting the is acting, so good. And then yeah. I ran away, jumped out a window. <laughs> <laughs> Did a somersault um, and then joined the Olympics. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't medal in the Olympics, but... Hmm. Did you think about it, though? I Oh, of course I thought yeah. about it. 
I mean, you you do have some like acrobatic capabilities. It seems like or something. You do you do those like Look, videos. I'm, I'm very athletic for a comedian. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I'm not athletic for an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so it's all relative. It depends who you uh, who you're hanging out with. You got you got like this like cat in the hat sort of athleticism, like because you do those <laughs> videos where you're like playing oh, the yeah. flute. I, I'm just I'm just whimsical. <laughs> I'm just physically whimsical. <laughs> and then go and break into people's houses and make their kids uh, ruin the house, break stuff. You know, it's it's, <laughs> it's your normal weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I actually, with you. I got I to gotta go break into a house pretty soon. as <laughs> some kids who are just behaving themselves while their mom is out shopping. And I can't, you can't have that. Those boring kids mm. just sitting around. What are they playing video games or or <laughs> reading? I don't know. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, they gotta, we gotta break something. Yeah, we gotta break something. What you should do though is bring the old men dogs so they can tell them about how the good old days were. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. What if we just covered the stairs in? Mm vegan aioli that is a choice that you can make just, just you know <laughs> just just cause <laughs> is this like a is this like a home I'm alone trap to, no I'm just trying to get the kids to break some rules and have a little fun <laughs> yeah. and they're just like alright uh, you're like eating salad on the stairs yeah <laughs> it's not explicitly against the rules but it's weird it's probably not sanitary and it's expensive yeah. That to buy that much vegan aioli yeah or, or is it I, salad or is it pasta cause like aioli could go either way oh sandwich you turn so, so basically yeah. I'm ooh Good, brilliant idea now. Okay. I'm going to turn the house into a huge sandwich. Okay. I need to start a GoFundMe for this because, <laughs> you know, that's going to be a lot of bread. <laughs> yes. <laughs> More bread than I win. So, so this is like a, like, almost like a gingerbread house, but a sandwich house? It's a sandwich house, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's scale. It's like full scale house. Maybe maybe we'll just do a PB and J. PB. I mean, that's not bad. That's a that's an inexpensive. Yeah. I mean, you can get peanut butter pretty cheap. You can get some jams pretty cheap. <laughs> the, the the thing. I mean, you could just get Wonder Bread. I mean, that's that's not expensive. It's like a dollar for a, a thing, and then you just spend like a hundred dollars, and you got you know melded together. Cool. Well, that's what yeah. I'm doing with my evening. <laughs> <laughs> Sandwich house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, local comedian Lydia Manning uh, has to eat her herself out of her house. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my house. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, a, it's a house that I'm breaking into. Oh, okay. So you're turning and, the house into a sandwich. And, and roping some kids into turning their parents' house into, into a, a sandwich. giant sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you know, I, I you got to ease them in with something small. Because first, I think we'll start with just like, hey, let's see how 
biggest sandwich we can make. Mm. And they'll be like, okay, that sounds pretty fun. Yeah. And we'll end up with just like some pretty big sandwiches. Mm-hmm. But, you know, something you can still eat. It just gets bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger until the whole house is a sandwich. <laughs> I feel like this is a very interesting way to introduce kids to cannibalism. Because, you know, they're the meat of the sandwich. So. Um... <laughs> You know, that was never my intention. If anything, they're like a bug that accidentally ends up in the sandwich oh, okay. yeah, yeah. that maybe you don't notice. Yeah. And but you, you get a little protein in there. And and maybe you do notice, but you just kind of brush it off and yeah. you're like, so I eat a couple ants every now and then. <laughs> Meh. If you, if you eat some fire ants, they're spicy, you know. <laughs> Is there like a an ASMR of somebody eating fire ants, or would <laughs> would you not be able to I feel whisper? Like, I, f- I feel like it would be like that hurts so listen, much. It's listen, biting. It's listen, biting my tongue. Listen to this while I ah! <laughs> now the sound of my what? <laughs> it's just it's just someone crying. Yeah. Soft, softly <laughs> sobbing. I probably could get down with like some soft yeah. sobbing ASMR. It sounds like this podcast has slowly turned into an ASMR podcast. <laughs> um, your fault. Yep. And comic nerd comedy ASMR podcast. If you if you want me to uh, record a version of the theme song, but where I am whispering, <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> Obsessive comic disorder. <laughs> I, I feel like. Pennywise is going to soonly follow us. I <laughs> uh, don't like that. Because <laughs> yeah, you had like a, that reminds me of like every horror movie where like, ring around the rosy pocket oh, yeah. full of, po- yeah. Children yeah. are creepy. They, yeah. Yeah. And Maybe I shouldn't break into a no, house where there are children. I feel like you're going to break in a house and then find out they're like the, like the boys from Brazil or something like that. The, I do not understand that reference, because um, you say boys from Brazil, and I'm just like, you mean hot soccer players? No, creepy clones. Okay, who are hot, like creepy hot soccer player clones? Like, if I I may be wrong, but I feel I think they're like creepy Nazi clones. What's that right. from? It's a literally boys from Brazil is the oh. name of the, the book and movie. And uh, I may I may okay. be completely misrepresenting this. So if anyone knows this, I am okay with being wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not you're not saying uh correct me, you're just saying I'm okay with being wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> I like to get Don't. one thing wrong every episode. Because <laughs> you're trying to get fan engagement. Yeah, fact check me and and then uh Visit my house. I need company. That's, that's <laughs> <what>. <laughs> you'll figure it out. You'll find it. It's it's that one place in that one town. So yeah, it exists. You just have to believe it's there. Yeah, I believe. <laughs> Partially because you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly. Mostly. <I'm> here. <laughs> she she's not really a faith person as like a realist and fact. You know, like. It has to be obtainable, like, for example, being within such place. No, like you, I'm also just okay with being wrong. Mm, I feel like that's a good thing. Because, like, who wants to be right all the time? Mm, optimists? I feel like that's true, but that's a weird way to look at it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you you don't want to be 
I don't know. If you're like pessimistic about something, if you're like, oh, like some bad stuff's gonna happen, mm-hmm. and then it does, do you have like weird satisfaction about it? You're like, oh, I knew today was gonna <laughs> suck. I'm so smart. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> <laughs> just all of a sudden, it's just like, I'm so excited. And I just can't hide it, cause I know, I know, I know, cause you're having a terrible day, a terrible day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, misery loves company, so that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. It's uh, misery, though, is a it's a goth person who just likes people coming over to their house. <laughs> it's actually Kathy Bates from the movie Misery. That's what it is. Oh, I haven't can, seen that either. You can go there, but she will break your legs. Is there a graphic novel version of it I should read? There might be. It's a Stephen King novel. And it's another movie I haven't actually seen, but I just know about. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody knows anything about this reference Gene is making, mm. he's okay with being wrong. I'm okay with being wrong. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I prefer to be wrong at least 70% of the time. Because, you know, I like making people feel better about themselves, you know? No. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's, a, it's a borderline altruistic pursuit. If I wasn't cynical enough to, like, think that altruism is only kind of accurate. <laughs> 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 like, it's not, I don't know if it truly exists, you know? But I'm sure it's like there's, a, there's, a, there's closeness to it. There's, like, definitely people who are a lot more selfless. You don't believe in altruism? Not completely. Because I think that more often than not, you benefit from helping someone. Even if you don't think you do, you still get like a... Because it feels good. Time. Yeah, because yeah. it feels good. Yeah. So within that, the idea that altruism is something that you... A good deed you do without any, like, benefit at all doesn't seem like it's accurate. Okay. I'm getting real philosophical here. With <laughs> 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 no, yeah. I, yeah. Just, I just think of myself as a, a nice lady... That's, but yeah, nice lady. That's your that's your uh, your brand. Nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a nice lady. She's nice. <laughs> um, ooh, people really like to differentiate between nice and kind. Hmm. And you know what? I'm nice. Yeah. <laughs> Deal with it. Say you are call from it, the south. Calling your <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> well, look, uh, calling yourself kind is sometimes used as an excuse to just be an asshole. They're like, uh, I'm not nice, I'm kind, there's a difference. And I'm like, you're sort of neither. <laughs> I feel like you see my Facebook posts and you're just directly referencing me. Um, I wasn't on purpose. Yeah, my, my favorite part to, about it is... I have to wrap it up pretty soon. Oh, you do? Soon. Yeah. Okay. Um, to make that giant PB&J. Giant PB&J. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, this is a great opportunity to segue into the questions I like to ask. Ooh, I'm ready. So, normally I would ask what your favorite graphic novels are, but I'm not sure if you have them. Well, I've read graphic novel versions of normal novels. Mm. Uh Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children works great as a graphic novel. You familiar with that one? I know that there was a film by Tim Burton. Yeah, they. Oh, Tim Burton really takes liberties with uh, (laughs) his sources. It's a it's a young adult novel. Mm -hmm. It does a cool thing in the original novel, which is. The, the author just uses random vintage photos that he's found, like, nice. 
antique stores and like estate sales and whatnot. And it's just like, yep, this is this character now. <laughs> Here's a picture. Go. Here's a picture of him. It looks like this. Um, I've read, I really, really like Avengers No More Bullying, that comic. And my, it's a, it's a three-parter. Okay. And the, the, my favorite part, the one that like really stuck with me was the, in the Avengers, within the Avengers, mm-hmm. Hawkeye is kind of getting bullied mm. by the other Avengers. Okay. And it's a, you know, like in friend groups, that happens. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. Like someone will sort of get picked on by the group and the group is just like, <laughs> this is so fun. Uh, you're dumb and you're ugly and you smell bad and you're lame. And, and they're just like, yeah, we're all having fun, especially the person that we are belittling. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes the person in the friend group who's getting belittled is mm. like, hey, actually, uh, I don't love it when mm. when you say stuff like that to me all the time. <laughs> and so it's Hawkeye mm. standing up for himself Ooh. to his friends and his friends being like, uh, hey, we'll try to be uh, not such butts to you. <laughs> um, yeah, Thor is like, hey, sorry, Hawkeye, I shouldn't have said that you were lame because you don't have any cool powers. <laughs> you're, we, we appreciate you and we're glad you're part of the group. I feel like this is an after-school special, like, non-canon version of the Avengers. Would I, I'm, maybe not? Uh, I I don't know. It seems like it could be either. Yeah. Okay. So that's two <laughs> So Any three more? Like, I, I feel like at this point it's just like, what have you read? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've read Lost Boys Reign of Frogs. Mm, Lost Boys when Reign I was, of Frogs. When I was okay. having a, a really big Lost Boys phase. <laughs> <laughs> Not found boys, lost boys. Lost boys. Yeah. Not lost and found boys. Not lost and found boys. Although that could be pretty fun. (laughs) (laughs) It it turns out it's actually um, through the perspective of a baby that doesn't have object permanence yet. And it's just a game of like (laughs) peekaboo. I always really liked the idea of being someone who was into comic books, but like I wasn't. Yeah. And it wasn't a dislike. It just wasn't an active interest. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 not for everyone. It's another way to consume entertainment. Mm-hmm. And for me, I like it because it's a conglomeration of a couple of my favorite things, which are I love good writing and I love good art. And get them together and they, they get married, um, have a bunch of kids, <laughs> their other comic books, and uh, I enjoy their company. I, I guess that's. I enjoy their That's really, really depressing sounding. I was just trying to like. I was trying to compare it to people. Yeah, you're like, how how am I gonna not sound like a nerd? I don't mind sounding like a nerd. I don't mind sounding wrong. So <laughs> it comes back to that. Hey, you sounded funny. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, the other thing I'd like to ask is. What was your first exposure to comic book zeitgeist, whether it's like a movie, a cartoon, what have you? Hmm. I watched a lot of Simpsons when I was younger, and (laughs) 
<laughs> Bart and Milhouse yeah. read comic books. Ooh. And I was like, oh, that's a thing that kids do yeah. is be into comic books. You know, that works, and, though. I mean, mm-hmm. that is an exposure of comic book medium in some form. <laughs> I read a lot of comic strips. Okay. I used to read the funny pages Ooh. in the newspaper. I did, too. Mm-hmm. I did, too. What was your favorite? Um, I really like Foxtrot. Oh, same. Same. Foxtrot is great. Just because of how sardonic the main character is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very... He hates his family almost as much as I do. I'm kidding. I love my family. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, yeah, they're good family. They're they're good people. They are. Um, in all honesty, I I love making fun of them on stage, but when it comes down to it, they've been good to me, even if I haven't been good. To them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. your family's done nothing for me. Well, good. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. they have no reason to. Yeah, I know uh, the creator of Dilbert gets a lot of hate these yeah. days, but I really love Dilbert. Did you ever watch the cartoon on Fox? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I really like Dogbert, Catbert, Ratbert. Mm. Dogbert's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just he's such a uh, intellectual megalomaniac. <laughs> uh, for some spirit week thing one time it might have been character day mm-hmm. in high school I dressed up as the pointy haired boss <laughs> from Dilbert that's cool and there was a while one of the things going on in Dilbert was he'd carry around the pointy haired boss would carry mm-hmm. around this plunger that said blame on it <laughs> Like and, that. like, whenever he's blaming someone for something, he sticks the plunger on him. <laughs> and so I went around as, like, the pointy-haired boss carrying a plunger. <laughs> because, <laughs> you, know, you get it? Do you... Do you get it? Nobody, nobody, yeah, nobody, nobody got it. Nobody knew who I was supposed to be. So what you're saying is you were a hipster in high school. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Was, <laughs> you just don't understand. You just don't get Dilbert. there's a lot of there's a lot of depth to Delbert that you really you know if you just if you really knew if you really paid attention you know but you know there's only a few of us Delbert enthusiasts he carries around a coffee mug to look busy like Mm. that but he's not actually working He's just like, the bigger the coffee mug, the harder it looks like I'm working. It's a thinker. Like all this coffee I need. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Offices are funny. Office. Yeah, the office. A lot of people like that. Um, A lot of people do. A lot of (laughs) people. That speaks a lot of volumes, how you said that. (laughs) Um. And then the final thing I usually ask is, what inspired you to do comedy? Yeah, I know it's a, it's a deep one, but I like to I like to hear <laughs> people's stories. My favorite compliment to get for most of my life has been you're funny. Mm-hmm. At this point, it isn't because <laughs> at this point it isn't because I seek it out so much. If yeah. that makes sense. But yeah, in my my impressionable youth, I loved being told that I was funny. Mm-hmm. I did theater in high school, but I mostly just, like, goofed around, never got good roles. That's where I, like, learned about improv. <laughs> like, I I did improv in yeah. high school. I remember, though, um, like, doing a show mm-hmm. where 
uh, the improv troupe that I was like kind of in charge of yeah. <laughs> did did some improv, and uh, I know in my heart that it was horrible, <laughs> like a horrible, horrible, just these like dumb teenagers <laughs> trying to be funny on stage. <laughs> doing like some short form improv games and yeah. we just made people sit through that that reminds me i went um, to i went to summer camp the year when i was like 14 they had everybody do like a, a skit for oh, i loved i loved camp. doing skits yeah and like we were given objects and then told we have a theme and it was all mm-hmm. puns it was always all puns <laughs> I, I love doing skits, but I was I was actually pretty shy. Mm-hmm. And if it was like a group of random people, I mm-hmm. almost never was like really upfront about like, I have an idea. Yeah. Like I was never the one who took charge. I was in marching band. So the first time I did anything close to stand up and like got that rush of it being like, <laughs> it's all about me. <laughs> uh, I was in marching band. We did we had this tradition of senior roasts. Mm. So I did a roast before I ever did stand up. Yeah. Um, well, what it would be is one or two people, underclassmen, mm-hmm. would pick a senior they want to roast, and every senior had like had to get roasted at the yeah. the end of the year banquet in mm. front of like the parents. Fun. Yeah. And I roasted uh, my flute section leader, Mm. Lindsay, who was a year above me and kind of like a frenemy. Like Mm. we were friends at that by the end of the year. But like (laughs) I was kind of an insufferable little twat to her (laughs) because (laughs) um, I roasted her. And I had, I had like a gift basket that I gave her. So I gave her like various things and they were all like making fun of her in Mm -hmm. some way. Um, And so I like, they'd either have a story or just like a little burn associated. Like (laughs) I got Lindsay this and here's why. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) Afterwards, everybody's like, do not fuck with Lydia. (laughs) (laughs) No, afterwards, people were like, Lydia's really funny. (laughs) And um, one of the parents was like, you should perform on the comedy channel. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I will perform on the comedy channel. (laughs) Whatever that means. The comedy channel. Yeah. And so Not Comedy Central though. No. Comedy channel. No, my goal my goal is still to perform on the comedy channel. Um It's it's a it's a public access show in Wisconsin though, so you have to it's very niche. (laughs) I remember like some of the gifts were kinda dumb. I don't remember most of it, but I I did musical theater with her, Mm -hmm. uh, with Lindsay. She was a really good dancer, Mm -hmm. and she had, like, this featured dance part in the musical that we were in, Mm -hmm. where at one point she dances with a broom. Okay. (laughs) Like, she, it's like a fantasy sequence, and so she starts out like, this broom is my dance partner. (laughs) Um, And she's also very short, like an inch shorter than me. Yeah. Uh, and so I got her a little 
whisk broom, like teeny tiny. <laughs> I was like, I got you this so that you could have a dance partner who's close to your height. <laughs> Roasted. Roasted. <laughs> and some of the gifts, like I only, I bought like two things, but most of the gifts were like, what do I have lying in my room that I can get rid of? And then I kind of like would be like, oh, I could be like, <laughs> I can give her a, a Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> Because I got five of them, and because she's always making stupid faces when <laughs> when she's zoning out in class, and and so then she like she has a Mr. Potato Head. She won't be the only one with a stupid face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> write that. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> that's that's my first time like writing down jokes to perform. <laughs> <laughs> This makes me think, did, you, did you ever watch uh, that episode of Thirty Rock where Liz thinks that she was getting she was bullied, but she finds out she was the bully when she went to the icon? That's what it makes me think. Of. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, I don't think I was bullied no. or a bully. No, I no. think um, I I had some not great friendships, mm. and I was a not. I mean. Teenagers right. tend to suck. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, true. And I was not an exception to that <laughs> at all. <laughs> they suck at improv, mm-hmm. and they suck at improv. And, they suck, ooh, and <laughs> did you mention that they suck at improv? I'm sure there are teenagers who are good at improv. I'm yeah. just, I'm, I'm glad that I don't have. A video of me doing improv <laughs> as a teenager, though. Yeah. I'm just, I'm certain that it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. If You know what, though? We all start somewhere. You know? <laughs> we all start somewhere, and most of the time we don't want people to know how it was when we started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, I, for a while, no, I think it's still on YouTube somewhere. Um, cause I did the comedy class for, um, Hillium because I'm a coward, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I did the comedy class and they did a like showcase at the end. Um, and everybody performed their set and they recorded it. And Alex Falcone, which is a comedian in Portland, which I think he's in Cali now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he, uh, you know, California for the, you know, for the layman or what, I don't know. Um, <laughs> go on, go I'm on. I'm quirky. Um, yeah, I'm just that person who tells a story and they're just like, okay, get to the point, get to the point, get to the point. Get to the point. <laughs> um, but somewhere on YouTube, on his page is still, I think, the video from that time. Mm. And it is interesting. <laughs> I had some decent jokes in there, but it was definitely like, it was that thing of like, when you're first doing something you sometimes might copy someone's style. Mm-hmm. And I think I think because I was taught, you know, comedy the Alex Falcone way, I was doing kind of an impression of him. <laughs> you know, except for I was laughing the entire like I kept on laughing because I was nervous and <laughs> Every time I tell a joke and people laugh, I believe I just laugh with them. So I actually used to be super deadpan mm. when I started out doing stand up. I'm glad <laughs> that I've grown out of that. Yeah. Because I definitely, I definitely would not describe myself as deadpan anymore. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, 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 I don't see it. Like, I don't see. It. I, on the other hand, started out more enthusiastic and slowly <laughs> turned into deadpan. So, <laughs> hey, Lydia, you like to do enthusiastic comedy, Gene. He does deadpan comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, at, some, at a certain point, I'm just like, you know what? Like, you don't have to pretend you don't have energy. Yeah. You yeah. can go. You like. <laughs> I'm like making really dark jokes and something about the when I do a specific delivery, it just works. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, that sounds like a good place to stop. Oh, wait, uh, before that. Comedy, any, comedy, comedy. Any comedy, comedy, comedy. Uh, any plugs that you want to, anything you want to plug? Uh, you can check out my podcast, Spec Script, on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a cool show where we get someone to write an episode of a TV show that they've never seen before <laughs> and then do it as a table read. Um, we stream currently on Twitch on Saturdays okay. at 1 p.m. Pacific. For a live show. And if you look back, I was on an episode and I did things. <laughs> yeah. No, you yeah. were you were on an episode and you were great. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's all I got to plug for right now. I'm doing stand-up again, but do I remember uh, specifically <laughs> what? Um, any social media you want to plug? Oh, yeah. Thank you, Gene. <laughs> you yeah. are a professional. You can follow me. On Instagram and Twitter, at Lydia Womaning. (laughs) And you can also follow my Instagram page, at Darman Memes, if (laughs) you want. They're just memes that I've made specifically from one influencer's content. (laughs) Uh, And uh, I do not do it ironically. I am a fan. I want to make that clear. I do nothing ironically. Yeah, never. Don't believe in it. Do not believe in it. There's no irony in comedy. Not in my comedy. All right. Uh, And you can always follow me at Nearly Functional Comedy is my personal page. Uh, Nearly Functional Comics is my comic strip that I have not made in basically since I started this podcast. Um, And uh, you can follow this podcast at instagram at obsessive comic disorder if you do enjoy this episode please like and subscribe and uh yeah thank you for listening this has been obsessive comic disorder my guest today was lydia manning thank you for being on i had a lot of fun thank you yeah have a good day everyone bye pb and j house (laughs) 